Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Oh, thank you, Father. I pray, Lord, that we would be so aware of what has died. And Lord, what you gave yourself for so that we could be free from it. And I just thank you, God, that you would um, this week reveal to us, today reveal to us, in these next few moments reveal to us the real life that you have awaiting us this year, God, the real life that awaits us. Lord, free from the shadows and the bondage of the past, free from um, being enslaved to any any sin and any lies um, from this day forward. Thank you, God. If freedom is as good as we imagine it to be, surely we'll find it in Him who is good. Surely we'll find it in Him who has given Himself to us, laid down His own life for us, presented Himself as a perfect sacrifice, not worthy of death, but taking it for us. So now, God, our responsibility is to live in response to what was given for us. God, and if there's anyone in this room that feels that they aren't living that life, worthy of the call that you've, um, that you've called us to, God, worthy of the purpose that you've called us to. Father, I pray that a realignment would take place right now, God, that from this moment onward, we would choose you, we would live for you. Our decision would be, I'm going to give God glory with my life, my choices, the way I love, the way that I think, the way that I um, plan out and pursue all that's good in my life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for anything good in you cannot be crucified. God, everything eternal and good in you lives and lives in us through Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. So good. Um, Church, you can grab your seat. I'm Chelsea. If you don't know me, I have the pleasure of, um, of leading our youth ministry with my husband, Zach. And an awesome team of young people that I would be lost without. Um, And we went to Planet Shakers the week before last. It's a conference in Melbourne. And Planet Shakers Church is really incredible. They've got such an anointing for breakthrough. um, And they are just hard after God and His presence. And yeah. We, we feel really honoured that we got to go. Um, our youth love the Planet Shakers music. <laughs> so it was really cool that they got to go and see the band live and experience all the music live. So we're going to invite our crew up that went to Planet Shakers. Even if you don't want to say anything this morning, if you're too scared, please come up still. I'm not going to make eye contact. You know who you are. So let's go, Chosen. We need some muscles for these stools. Cool. <laughs> we might need to move over a little. She is. Um, I'd, I would love to take this opportunity to thank everyone that supported us in prayer while we were away. I know we had lots of people praying for us, but... Um, I also want to thank, there's some special people in this church that paid for young people to go. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's really, um, I know this is a commotion. (laughs) It's really heaven's currency when you invest dollars in in this house and in the people here. I know it's your hard-earned money. Like I was thinking about tithes and offering while we were away. I think sometimes we try to pretty giving back to God what he deserves. Um, yeah, anyway, we try and say like God has given so much to us, we should, we should desire to give back. And that's true. God has given much to us, but he also just asks of us to give and it should be an obedient response. I don't think God should have to try and convince us, like, come on, like, it's a good cause. You should give, like, and that, like, there's so many good causes out there. Whenever I see a good cause in Centro or outside of Woolies, I, I steer clear, to be honest, because in my heart, I say, sorry, I've already chosen where I'm investing my money. Um, 
And that's in, that is in like international causes as well. I've picked my international causes that I choose to give to. And, um, and I pick this house to give to because I know that there are powerful spirit-led things happening um, and to get to partner dollars and turn them into something heavenly, turn them into something eternal cannot be, can't be, it's not dollar for dollar there. It's not a, it's not a one-for-one exchange rate. It is exponential in God. So thank you for those that gave. Don't feel bad if you didn't. <laughs> We're just honoring those that gave this morning because um, it impacted lives in a dramatic and profound way. I actually get to share the testimony of one of the girls that is too sick to be here today, but um, she had an amazing testimony and encounter happen with God while we're away. So we had 24 go. This is some of us. So, um, yeah, who would like to begin? I might, I might start us off. Um, so a lot of our guys are going to share, you know, what, what they witnessed, what they went through, testimony, something that happened to them during the week. But um, I might just share something uh, before we get started that I just um, felt to share with a few random youth while we were at Planet Shakers on the second day. We had a time of um, prayer during worship where they just encouraged leaders to go to any kid and um, pray for them. And I got with this group of, um, I don't know, 14 or 15-year-olds from a church in Tassie. And um, I'm getting there, like, come on, guys, all right, let's get praying. And I'm sort of praying. And, and, you know, it was a time of corporate prayer. And these other kids aren't, you know, they're shy and not praying with me. And that's okay. But um, I share with them... uh, I think it's in Matthew, the parable of the farmer that sows seed, where Jesus tells the story of um, the different types of soil. The farmer goes out and there's the soil with the hard ground. There's the soil with the weeds. There's the soil that, um, you know, is, is shallow enough for the seed to, to get into a little bit, but not fully grow and flourish. And the message of that story is, is Jesus is using the soil as a representation of our hearts, our ability. He's saying, you know, some Christians will will, you know, accept Jesus, take salvation on for themselves, but not fully allow it because of the soil of their heart. They're not in a position to allow God to actually change their life. And so, they, you know, they, they come to church for, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I went to church for three months when I was younger or whatever, but they never fully grasp it. And so Jesus uses each soil as a representation of our lives and our ability to take on the gospel and live it out. Um, so, I just, before we get started, I might just pray for us all that this morning we've got the soil, the right soil in our heart to be able to receive what these guys have got to share. Uh, how's that sound? <clears throat> Alrighty, let's pray. Father God, I just ask that we would have ears to hear and eyes to see the truth in your word, the truth in what's shared this morning, God. I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would be here with us. Give us open ears, Father God, open eyes to see the truth in your word, the truth in what's shared in the powerful uh, testimony of, of what these guys have been through. Thank you, Father God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. Be with us this morning. Thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All righty, guys, who's going to start us off? Who's going to take it away? I'll call one of you out. All right. Mansu, you're up first. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me Let's pull go, Mansu. I don't usually write notes, but I thought I might as well. <laughs> All right. So I reckon my favorite speaker of our trip was Samuel Rodriguez, um, and he he spoke about he spoke twice actually, and he spoke about many things. Uh, one of the things he spoke about was. Um, the in Daniel 3, however, three people who were being forced to bow down or they would be thrown into a fire. And I really liked that message because I think in a time like this, every Christian should not bow down to, to the things of the world. I think we should all stand strong in our faith. I think we should profess it. Oh, and even... um. Art Boshoff, later on, he, he brought up uh, Mark 15, uh, and I, I had a, oh, no, sorry, Mark 16, I had a look at it, and Mark 16, 15 goes, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation, and I think every person, whether you're 90 years old or you're nine years old, we can all do, we can all do works for God, we can all glorify God in some way. 
We can all profess what God has done for us. We can all testify. Well said. So, yeah. yeah. That's about all I have to say. <laughs> Good job, Mansu. Ah, uh, hey, church. <laughs> Planet Shakers this year was amazing. A word that stood out to me was given by Sammy Rodriguez as well. He told the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I've probably known this story since I was in my mother's womb because she would read it to us. <coughs> and I just thought that the story was the story of the three guys who didn't bow down to an idol that was made by the king and were punished by that and thrown into a fiery furnace. <coughs> but what Sammy said about this story was a true eye-opener to me. The scripture he used was Daniel 3, 24-25, where it says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there only three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of a god. These guys' faith alone was a force to be reckoned with. They would rather burn alive than to bow down to an idol. What Sammy said was, an, was a real eye-opener for me. He said that nowhere in the Bible will you find that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego saw God in the fire, but it's for a fact that the enemy definitely did see him. So ultimately, no matter what your fire, what fire you're burning in or what furnace you're being thrown into, whether it, whether it be physically or mentally, you may not see God or might think that he's not there, but just have faith because he is there. And although you might not see him, just trust in him because the, F, the, the enemy definitely can see him and is afraid... And is afraid of the fact that the Lord is with you and living in you always. Thank you. Yeah. Nice work, Elijah. Okay. Um, hi, guys. There were really good speakers and there are a lot of good words, so it's hard to, like, fit it in a small amount of time. But um, I'm going to speak about fake love. And Pastor Noah, I forgot his, not, his last name, but he spoke about fake love. And, like, some points that stood out to me were, like, um, they talk about fake love and God's love and the difference between that and how people get it mixed up in this day and age. And he was saying how um, God loves you the way that you are, but he loves you too much to leave you the way that you are. And, um, oh, wait, I forgot it. There were, I lost it. But there was, like, another thing, another thing that he said is um, it wouldn't be love if, he left you in the state that he knows isn't good for you. Yeah. And um, he went on to speak about how this world's love is about what you can get and receive from others. God's love is so different because it's something we can give. Real love is not about what you can get, but about how much you can give. The only love that has these prospects is God's. And that really stood out to me because, like, I feel like a lot of people in this world are looking for love and they're craving love, but they're not getting the right love. Yeah, and also one more thing was Reggie Dabbs, it's a G, he spoke about, like, I don't think it was on his notes, but he randomly spoke about addiction at the end, and he said how addiction can make you feel good, but doesn't give you a purpose. We aren't in this life to feel good, but to do good and to find our purpose. Yeah, and another thing that kept reappearing to me during the time away was the phrase, God loves you no matter what state, but he loves you too much to leave you in the state you're in. Well said, Grace. Good stuff. Well, uh, I have lots of little quotes here from all the different speeches. Um, my first one is from Uncle Reggie. He said, you don't have to have the words. The man on the cross besides Jesus only had a change of heart and said, don't forget me. So you don't have to wait till you have the right words. Just ask now. Then from Pastor Andy, he said, love everyone, even the people you hate, with the love that God loved you with, with love, wait. and God will give you the strength to love your enemies, so like that unconditional love that God loves everyone with, yeah. From Art Boshoff, we have, you are lacking nothing, you have received everything you need to fulfill your calling in Christ, and last but not least, from Pastor Noah, Every time God wants you to declare something, the enemy wants to silence you because you have something powerful to say. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys. 
Ah, what's your uh, name? My name's Judah. You may have heard or know me. Nice to see you too. <laughs> um, I, I went, I have, the first thing I've written down here is went through a process of learning, not only about God, but myself too. I graduated, you, you might have seen. Um, I've had to adapt to like living now compared to like what it was back then. It's very different, I know. For like one, there's like a school you're like, oh my goodness, I, everyone's like looking at me and doing things and watching me do my things. But like um, me outside of school, it's just like there's no one there. It's literally just me. So it gives me a lot of time to focus on me. Not, not in like a selfish way, I swear. It's just me kind of getting myself right. Anyways, um, yeah. I wrote down a couple of things that happened. There was the uh, love um, you know, fake love is what you can get, but real love is what you can give. I also wrote down love will change you because, I mean, you know, if God is love, God changes people. Love, love will change you. Oh, there was also this um, one skit that they, that Noah did that I wrote down. So basically, while he was speaking about, um, you know, I think it was following God while, like, with those, yeah, the, the negative thoughts that were influencing people. Well, there were his friends that were acting as, like, those negative thoughts in his head. And, boy, they were, like, shouting about, like, things that people would think, like, does God really love me? And does, it was quite the uh, powerful uh, message. And, um... He had, he had Bible verses to back himself up, so I suppose, I suppose the anecdote for that would be, you know, I'd read your Bible. <laughs> oh, something else that happened was, um, he also said, remember to be careful what you watch and what you see, like, either from thoughts alone or influence from people, environments, or um, <laughs> music. Hey, hey mom. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite speakers was that one guy. I only know him as the, the African guy. What's his name? Art Boschev? The African guy, yeah. Man, the stop being lazy speech. Um, I think someone told me that it sounded a bit similar to like last year's, but then I mentioned, you know what? It probably did, but like... People still need to hear it. <laughs> We're very comfortable That's true. nowadays. That's true. Well said. Probably, you know, like, oh, something else he said. Now stop asking for healing and start healing. Like, unfortunately, if it's someone told me, unfortunately, if something isn't broken, there is nothing to heal. So, like, I don't really... <laughs> okay, I keep getting off track. Oh, my gosh. Me and you both. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my goodness. Didn't mean that. I swear. No. I do have this one thing written down. I swear I'm getting to the point. All right. I found out. You good? Uh, <laughs> uh, I found out that um, keeping friends past senior is hard. Um, I've been largely unsuccessful with keeping good ones post senior. Um, it's gotten hard to chat with my peers as of late, probably due to lack of socializing. Um, but I have learnt not to rely as heavily on friendship as I used to and more on God because 
to be honest, he's the only one there who can, who really is there like 24-7 that I can talk to. And especially like at 3 a.m. in the morning and I'm just, you know, I'm looking at the stars in the sky and I'm like thinking, man, I sure wish I had someone to talk to. Oh, wait a minute. There's that one uh, guy in the sky, that one, uh, what, uh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's his name. I'm going to talk to him and that's what I do. Um, oh, I feel like, I also have written down here, I feel as though I'm being prepped for leadership. I honestly, I do feel like it's what I'm going through now is leading me towards it. Like, again, not relying on others, but God, God helping me. And I've been visited by, no, that's another story. But basically, it was a big experience. I went through my own little thing while everyone was off doing their own things. And, uh, yeah, it was a very, very enlightening time. Would recommend. I, I, I want to go again. But, you know, that, that's about everything. Thank you. Good job, Judah. Hello, everyone. My name is Rosa. Um, I think on this camp, like, this morning I was talking to God and I was like, um, I'm just so nervous because, and I'm so sorry because you did so much for me on this camp, but I really, like, don't even know what to talk about. I thought about it for the whole, like, two weeks and I was just talking to him this morning. I was like, I don't even know, like, and I'm so sorry because I should be, like, trying to sum it down because you've just done so much for me. But then I realised it's always me, me, me and me, 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 but actually he's teaching me that he is breaking off chains and that I need to humble myself and it's not about me and he is loving. So this is what I'm going to share. God is breaking the chains I didn't even know were there. Sometimes, like with me, sometimes when I start something, I just want to keep doing it. Like I just get a little bit too into everything, even if it's really good for, even if it's good. And I just get so stuck into it because I'm scared, like that that's the only thing that I have. But I want that to only be God. The only thing that I want to be all in on and fully reliant and dependent on is God. And so should you. So if you have something that, or if you're the type of person who continuously, when they start something, you just keep going, 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 because you feel safe in that place, that's not going to go if it's not God. You need to only feel completely all in, all satisfied in God. It says in, and I read Joel yesterday, and I love Joel and Joel, but... (laughs) Joel is a really good book and I read it and I was just crying because it says in Joel 2.19, the Lord replied to them, I am sending you grain, new wine and olive oil, enough to satisfy you. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. He is satisfying you. When you go to God, he doesn't leave you empty. Yes, and it says in Joel 2.21, like right after that, Do not be afraid, land of Judah. Be glad and rejoice. Surely the Lord has done great things. And clearly he knows that we're afraid. It says in the Bible a lot, do not be afraid. And I've had this fear of surrendering. Like I always like come up and surrender. And like when I'm in my room, I try, but it's really hard to let go. And I'm, I don't know why after the camp, like I felt so scared to just like, give everything to God but he knows that you're scared and he's telling you to be glad and rejoice don't be afraid because he does great things he doesn't do bad things and it says here in Joel 2 13 rend your heart and not your garments return to the Lord your God for he is gracious and compassionate he is slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. So you don't have to be scared. If there is things that you feel like you can't go to God with because you think that he's going to to reject you or, or not accept you like that, he's literally saying that he's slow to anger and he's compassionate. And I also came to the realization of this, that like in a really deep way, like I already knew it, but 
I am fully known by God. Like, he knows everything about me. Everyone else may look at you and tell you, you should be acting like this, you should know this, you should be this type of person, you should dress like this, you should talk like this. But they don't know anything that you've experienced. They don't know everything you've witnessed, everything that has been spoken over your life. But God knows every little thing, every little detail. And He, you don't even know yourself as much as God does. So if you blame yourself for anything, he does And if the almighty God, the all-knowing God, the most loving God doesn't blame you, why are you? Just go to him. And yeah, that's why I just felt at the camp, like just um, taking this back to the camp, just to like refer to the topic. um, I was like putting my hands up and I just, someone was talking about chains breaking and I actually like came to acceptance with it and I'm like these chains are breaking and I'm not going to listen to the lies of the enemy and my mental health is no longer going to have a toll on me and one more thing I don't want to make it too long because I always ramble but on the bus Taylor told turned around to me and said we were on our way to Macca's and she was like when Pastor Sam or whatever said something about conquerors she immediately thought of me and she spoke that over me and I accepted it and I cried a little bit but then later on the on the bus back home like from the whole camp I dwelled on it and I searched up what a conqueror actually is defined as and it is um, someone who takes victory over it all over the whole land and so your victory is not partial it is a full victory over everything yeah Amen. That's great, Rosa. Awesome stuff. Thank you, God. Praise God. Hi, I'm Darcy. Hello. Um, I really liked Samuel Rodriguez's message. Um, He was session one of the main conference and um, his title was Don't Settle for Trees. It was about this man that he could only see people, they just looked like trees in the distance. And so it was about don't settle for that. And it was just such an encouraging message because I've been hearing so much lately about how doomed we are in like, you know, at this generation and the way that the world's going. And it was just so encouraging because he's, um, he was just like, our mess is God's miracle and what might be trauma in our flesh is a testimony in his love and it was just so encouraging Um, and he was saying like stop seeing what God has for you today through the lens of yesterday whatever's happened yesterday and stop thinking back to um, stop limiting what he has for you today through um, what he did for you previously it was just so encouraging and we have to give God access to our dirt for him to grant us access to our destiny we can't get the destiny without giving him access to all of it so um, two verses that he brought out that I just want to I've been thinking about and I'll share John 11 verse 40, then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? And Isaiah 43 verse 19, see I am doing a new thing, now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So he was just really encouraging about how Like, yeah, this generation has so much mess and, you know, we're in a tough spot, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to see the glory of God. That doesn't mean that it can't be saved. So, yeah, it was just awesome. It filled me with excitement and expectation of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lucy. Um, I'm just going to share some things that they said and the impact it had on me um, without trying to cry. Um, From Reggie Dabbs, he said, quit listening to the crowd, don't let them dictate you. From Andy, he said, I let it in and I let it change me. From Sammy Rodriguez, he said, when you're in the presence of Jesus, don't settle for anything less than what he has for you and also never settle for partial hearing. And from Noah, he said, the enemy wants to stop your praise because he knows there's something powerful in your shout. (laughs) These quotes made by the preachers had quite a big impact on me. And it made me think about how there are so many things that try to stop you from receiving the Holy Spirit. And that it's my goal to focus on not letting these distractions dictate my relationship with God. The theme of Planet Shakers was presence. For me, it was a time to get closer to God 
and not letting the distractions get the best of me, which is something I wish to be careful carrying forward and encouraging others to do the same. I want to stay focused on him and give him a shout because there's nothing more powerful than raising your voice to the Lord. Amen. Hello, everyone. I'm Abby. Um, Planet Shakers and Planet Boom was an amazing experience I was able to go to. I'm so happy I went. Um, On the first session of Planet Shakers, Pastor Sammy Rodriguez spoke um, and he made a statement about what your mess in your life is God's miracle. Darcy and I must have been on the same page. Um, Whatever you're going through in your life that you think is a mess or that you're not in control of, God can turn it all around and make it a miracle. He also said, we are committed. We will not bow to lies. We will stand up for the truth. God is able to do anything and move anything. Pastor Art Boshoff spoke and said, God is not finished. He is not done with me. I will use what God gave me and I will stand up and not wait for anybody else to stand up with me. At Planet Boom, Pastor Noah stated that we were called to be loud for Jesus. There is power in your shout. All this stood out to me because it all comes together and are similar in some way. We are called to stand wherever we are to be loud for Jesus. We will not bow down to the enemy or lies, but only for him and his way. I will not sit around waiting for someone else to stand. God is not done and he's not done with me and he will move through me. Good on you, Abby. Don't settle for trees. Hi, my name's Alicia. (laughs) Just before I start, um, I'd just like to give glory to God for like what he's done over the conference because honestly, he's moved so much in my life and I'm I'm sure others as well. Um, So yeah, just all glory to God for that reason. Um, The best thing about this conference isn't the fact that, um, I mean, obviously that I went, but also the fact that God didn't stop when the conference was over. He has done so much in the last two weeks. I can't even explain to you. <laughs> I just get so excited thinking about it. But um, yeah, no, he's just he's just continued to move. And um, a, quite an often spoken person, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, he um, spoke about how um, when our faith is put through the fire, it turns into favour. And that... Um, that really hit my heart because I had been really struggling over the past few months when I moved back to Mildura because I originally lived in Adelaide and um, I had really, I I wanted to stay in Adelaide pretty much and God kind of moved me back to Mildura and I'd been like kind of questioning him going, why God, why am I here? And um, he kind of answered that um, when I was at the conference and it was just, it was such a blessing because not only did he do that, but he also created a new heart with me through that conference because the enemy had been speaking so many lies over my heart about um, the way that God uses me and he genuinely pretty much kept on saying, you can't be used by God and like all of these things and it was horrible because I... Someone who was so new to faith, um, it was like, oh, God can't use you because you're young. But, you know, in Jeremiah, it talks about how um, we don't need that, you know, like God doesn't say just because you're young, you can't talk about God, you know. Um, So it was just such an exciting um, revelation for me. But not only that, I I went in seeking his praise um, and his presence and I came out with a new praise. And that was just so exciting to me because I had never understood what it meant to to praise God and worship him until I like entered that moment of his presence. And it was just, yeah, it was just so exciting. And I just, I'm so thankful for God for that because I just can't wait to see what he does over the next like few months of my life because of what he's done just over this conference. So... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Woohoo! How awesome is that? Chelsea. I might throw to the other end, unless, do you want to share, Chris, or do you feel um, like you've done your bit? I've done my bit. Oh, great. Uh, I'll, I'll try to talk. My voice is, I don't have a voice, but um, oh, there's, yeah, sorry, I'm Joel. <laughs> I was mentioned before, that's all right. I didn't. Um, so I, I could talk about what all the, um, the words that were spoken on those nights, but I think the youth's done a great job of it. Yeah. And that sort of leads me into what I want to share. And that's that, similar to how we started off by Chelsea thanking you guys for, um, some of you for literally sponsoring some of these people to go. We've got a lot of people missing from this stage that did go. And um, the the conference was called Presence. And I think it's so evident what the presence does that these young people are in. Like when they're here in Mildura, I just feel like even I do it sometimes as well. But as like an adult population, sometimes we just look at the way the world's going these days with young people and go, 
oh, it's almost a lost cause at this point, like all the things that they're doing, all the things that happen around them. And it's so easy to just, that's the thought in your head. Um, but how incredible to see an entire stadium of young people, even when they went, not in the Planet Boom conference where it's only young people, but in the main conference that's full of adults and pastors who've been pastoring for years, all sorts of people, um, constantly the words from the speakers, they'd just stop what they were saying and like basically be like, there's a like there's a presence on this next generation that won't sit down, they'll stand up. And you just look around and there's hundreds of young people, 14, 15, standing up straight away and clapping and saying, we won't sit down, we won't, we won't bow down to the ways of the world. And I think how incredible that we get to like foster this atmosphere where they can be in that presence. And I think so, I just want to urge you, if you ever do have those thoughts in your head, like, oh, I wish that this was better, I wish that my kid wasn't doing that or this or whatever, like, Instead, speak life and speak the presence of God because when they're in that atmosphere together, like there's some people that aren't here today because like, it's, in the back of their head, they're thinking, oh, I'm too nervous. I'm not going to go on stage and talk. That's who's told them that, that they can't come up here and talk about the things that God's done in their life. It's what, it's the, what we've done and what the world's done over them as they've grown up. And there's some here that have finally broken free of that. And But the ones that aren't here, guess what? When they're in the bus, when they're on the they've got no none of that shame over them because they're surrounded by people that build them up and strengthen them and I saw them running to the front of the stage to give their life to Jesus I saw them praying for other people that they don't know because they just God was like oh go pray for this person so some of our youth I'd just turn around and they'd be five rows back praying for some random person they've never met this is stuff that isn't just for camp it's for life it's for Mildura this is this Amen. is our this is our family and so I just I want to urge you if you if you have something you want to pray for it's these young people and for every young person in Mildura not just the ones that are here because we need them all saved and we need them all saved. and I won't talk anymore because my voice is getting sore but thanks Joel hey man what's your name hey I'm Zach Hello, nice to meet you man thanks thanks <laughs> yes I came back with a longer mustache from Planet Shakers um Planet Shakers was awesome Man, um, it was so fun uh, organising it with Chelsea and um, all the fun challenges and hurdles <laughs> that got in the way of, um, yeah, just like, you know, we have so many testimonies before we went to Planet Shakers, just having like um, only about this many people coming on the bus and then everyone else, you know, f having a full bus, you know, by the time we were leaving. That was just amazing because um, we were praying heavily into that and um, I just want to thank sponsors for sponsoring and um, and I want to really uh, honour the young people that paid for themselves as well. Um, you know, yeah, really want to honour you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Because my life was changed to the Planet Shakers conference years ago. I, I gave my life to Jesus at Planet Shakers um, and uh, the two times I went, I didn't have to pay, even though I was prepared to pay. But, you know, people in the church paid for me. Um, and that was awesome. Um, yeah, and I just want to thank whoever did that. I still don't know who that was. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Man, I, I came into Planet Shakers Conference with uh, a lot of questions. I was feeling really um, um, discouraged in a few areas. And... Um, and, and, and God just reminded me of so many truths that he'd spoken over my life and the life of our church. Um, he reminded me that a year ago he spoke to me during a prayer night we had at church that um, our church was going to experience um, five years of his power. And, and God's been telling me that he's, he's going he's gonna to do this through our young adults ministry and he's going to do this through our youth ministry. And it's going to touch those above us and it's going to touch the lives of our families. And, and I just can't wait to see what that looks like because we have so many young people right now, like a whole new wave. Like I feel like not long ago it was like, where are all the young people, you know? And now it's like, here are all the young people. Like, do you guys feel it too? Like, do you feel like, like I just look around and there's young faces everywhere and it's so encouraging. Um, and uh, I, have a, I have a scripture, so um, I'll, I'll chuck it up. Um, so Pastor Art Boshev, um, he spoke and um, and he he lives his life um, through Matthew a lot um, and and honestly it's like 
it's really cool because sometimes we think, man, what would it have been like to live in the day when, like, you know, Paul was speaking and, and all those preachers were speaking and they were like, da da da. Well, we've got Art Boschoff and that's pretty awesome. Um, you know, like, there you go. Just put a, like, um, what is it, a reef over his head and put him in a, a garnet and, you know, boom. He's amazing. Um, and so, yeah, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, um, you know, he, he speaks this message and we've had this message at our church. Um, and so, yeah, it goes, are you tired, worn out, burn out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitted on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And I love this because get away with me and you recover your life. Man, how much was that spoken at Planet Shakers this year but in different ways? Oh, man. Like I just – I really felt like God was calling us home, you know, and um, and and breaking all those those barriers and perspectives um, that stop us from – yeah, because the, the, the message with um, the tree – Sam Rodriguez was saying, "Don't just ask for, um, don't just ask for God to recover what He's given you, because God gives you things that you've never had before as well, and God's not into renovating, um, and that was amazing, um, man. Yeah, there's just so much um, going through my head right now, and um, and I just want to encourage you all that, um, uh, like I have a strong confidence that God's." doing so much in our church at the moment and I don't know how to put that in words but I just know that he's put a lot of personal things in my heart um, for our young people and um, and I'm you know I'm part, I'm going to partner with God and I'm going to make those steps to um, make those steps that I've been putting back make those steps that I've been um, holding back from and um, yeah and I just really want to bring everyone with me and and I know that um, there's people that have been bringing me with them. And I really thank you. And let's do this, church. Let's, let's move on to 2024. Um, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Here you go, Taylor. Hello, I'm, I'm Taylor. Um, you've already seen me this morning. You get a little bit more of me. Lucky you guys. <laughs> um, so I have been really blessed to have been part of this youth group for my entire like youth time to now. Um, and this was my first time actually going away as a youth leader to Planet Shakers. Um, and it was just amazing to just watch all these, like, absolutely beautiful youth kids that on a Friday night go full, like, hard in for God, but go even harder. Um, there were just so many moments over the conference that I would just actually just look at them and I would watch them praise and I would watch them worship and pray. There was one moment that I'm going to talk about before I talk about a mess- any message. And it was um, three of our girls who they were sitting in front of me and it was the, our last morning session. One of them hadn't come back and two of them ran off to like, – they went to go find her. But as they come back, they are all standing there in worship holding their hands like this one in the middle and they're just worshipping, arms up, holding hands. And I had to hold every, like, I had to hold my tears because it was just so beautiful to see the community that these three girls had made because they'd been sharing a room. They'd already been, like, talking at youth, but they, their friendship and their just, um, just how they were going hard for God had changed and had just gone just so much closer. And it really just... um made my heart so, so full and reminded me, yeah, this is why I came here. I didn't just come here to get for me. I came here to for them to receive your glory and it was so good to see that. Um, the youth have pretty much said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Andy and um, specifically talking about, he was talking about fake love is worldly love and real love is God love and we hear that all the time. But... um. When it comes to fake love, um, one thing that really hit me was that it's something you do to get things or you, like, you're in it to give to other people and that's it. Um, but God's love doesn't love you because he put gifts 
or abilities into your life. He just loves you and they're just part of loving him. Um, when he was speaking, he was talking about how if we let his love in and it, we can let it change us. Before Planet Shakers and before the new year, I had some like pretty big things going on that um, I was finding it hard to actually come out of. And during his message, I, um, I really was just like, okay, God, you love me this way. So I'm going to love everybody else and everything else in this situation the same way. It's really hard. I don't want to. But if I'm with you, you're going to, like, help me do this. And I went up for prayer at the end and we were just saying, I let it in. I let it change me. And so many things from, like, recently but also years ago were starting to actually, like, fall off. I'm like, okay, I thought I had healed from that friendship that had ended terribly, but no, Lord, you're here healing me even more. And, yes, okay, God, I forgave them, but now I love them the way that you love me. And, yeah, it was just, um, like, full ugly crying, everything in the pit, but it was, yeah, just... So many, so many broken chains in that. So yeah, so that's um, that's what I have. Yeah. Praise God. That's good. So good. I love this. Um, this fuels any any future planning that we ever have to put in. You know, it's like let's go again <laughs> immediately. So thank you guys. I want to um. Did Bianca send you something to share? Did you want to share that? Yeah, great. No. Let's do it. Are you okay hearing just two more? Awesome. Okay, this is Bianca's message, but she's gone away, so um, she's just sent it to me. <laughs> um, it says this. I am absolutely loving it. I am excited to go home and sleep because I'm exhausted, <laughs> but I'm sad it is over. I want to go back. It's such a cool experience with so many benefits. It really helps to open your eyes and realize how important God is mm. and how big of an impact God can have on your life if you let him have control and you obey his word and how he has such a big, bright, better plan for your life today. And then she goes on to talk about Pastor Sam Evans. She says the lady, which is her, that talked about how her father left and what a big impact it had on her, along with the financial struggle that really helped me realise how in the moment we feel so lost and down, but we don't see the future because she now has such a big, bright, beautiful life. It was so good getting to see just how many people there are that also have experienced God and that makes me feel as though they are able if they are able to do it and lay their life down then why can't you you're not delusional he is real you're getting to also getting to hear some of the youth leaders struggles was really good being able to see just how devoted they are to both God and us in brackets they were willing to go on a trip with all of us expecting absolutely nothing from us which is so true <laughs> It helped me to realise that they are actually there and that I can depend on them. It has made me so excited for where this is leading to. We love Bianca. Um, and then I have a, a message from Hannah. She said, I've always... So her family moved to Australia six years ago. Um, and they've recently moved to Mildura. She's just graduated year 12 and was applying for university but had to take um, the writing, reading, English test um, to get into uni. So that involve, is involved in this. Um, she said, I've always struggled with feeling the presence of the Lord, but in particular last year as I decided to leave God out of my life to focus on my year 12 studies. It was my first time taking studies seriously and I had no idea how to manage all the pressure and I felt like God had abandoned me. The only thing the enemy told me all year, every day, was that I chose God previously, but he didn't choose me now, so he is just tolerating me. After year 12 finished and I got my marks, I was pretty happy. I wasn't, it wasn't what I expected, but it was just enough to get me into either Monash or Deakin U University in Melbourne. Later during the offer rounds, I was told that there are no chances for me to get accepted into any university at all because I'd been in Australia for less than six years and I had not done the English test. 
I couldn't do it now either because my passport had expired and the only form of identification I had was not accepted. I completely lost hope and felt devastated. I didn't know what to do at all. Then we went to Planet Shakers and the theme happened to be presence. At first it really bothered me because I always wanted to feel the presence of the Lord But after a few sessions, I got really interested and continued worshipping God and kept repeating this sentence. I give you everything, Lord. I'm done trying to control my own life and messing everything up. You take control and let your will be done. On the third night, I was listening to the preaching of a pastor who had a bit of an accent, so I was giving extra focus to his words. (laughs) The African guy. (laughs) When I heard God telling me I had gotten an offer and I should check which university, I knew it was God because I would never say that to myself. Just earlier that day, I was telling my friends how broken I felt because I'm in a situation where I have to make a decision, but I don't have any options and I didn't want to check the website at all. But I opened the website and I had gotten into La Trobe University, Mildura. This is truly a miracle. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she got into nursing in Mildura. This is truly a miracle because all universities have the English test as a requirement and there is no way you can escape it, but God was so good to me. (laughs) She said, I cry every time I talk about this because now I know he loves me and he is with me when I don't hear him because I just had to trust him for three days and he changed my life. Um, She said, it wasn't my will to stay here in Mildura. And even if I wanted to, I couldn't because I didn't have the required documents. But his will was different and I am more than glad to do his will. (laughs) Oh, so good. She, um, she's so precious. She came up to me after that session in tears because she just opened um, that university offer page and she was sobbing and she said, I am so grateful to be here. You have no idea what, ha- what just happened. And then when she finally found the words um, to say, she got to um, share what had happened. And, you know, when God moves in an impossible situation like that, even my faith, I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe you should double check. <laughs> You know, I was like, ah, like, did they, did they give you false hope? Like, anyway, that was what was going around in my head. Because I know the university system can be a little bit disorganized. Anyway, but praise God that I was wrong. (laughs) And that I'm not God, but that he, he can move in administration. He can move in spreadsheets and results and anything that he wants to. Um, I... I was really touched by, and we're going to finish here, um, Sammy Rodriguez's message, the same one that some of the boys mentioned um, with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And he, he said this statement, and it reminded me of in John where Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble, and that's a given, but take heart for I've overcome the world. And um, he said, never step into life's furnace without the Saviour without Jesus. And it reminded me how we can so easily do that. In this world, we will have trouble, but how will we walk into it? Sometimes it is forced upon us and we don't get to prepare. Um, But the way that we live life, living this life, dedicating ourselves to his ways and his goodness means there's a preparation that takes place with all of the unknowns yet to happen. And so when um, when we choose this way, we are choosing to be prepared because he goes before us. Um, and so it just reminded me that this is so important what we do because not only do we get to see God for who he, he, for who he promises he is, that he's faithful, he's true, he has chosen us, he has appointed us, he will go with us um, and we won't be burned up in the fire or in the furnace. Um, it reminded me that yeah, God is glorified when we choose that way because um, Nebuchadnezzar changed the rule to be that the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego would be the God of that nation. And that was a dramatic shift. You know, I don't know how many people were in that nation and when that happened. And so when we endure the furnace with God, um, I loved that, yeah, he said, 
the enemy will see who is with you. Others will see who stands with you in the fire. And I know for a fact that without the Lord, the furnace will consume us, but with him, it won't. And that is the beauty of um, the truth that we've got in him, that we will not be consumed. We will not be disillusioned. We will not lose heart when we have him in our life. Um, He is the hope of the world. The name of Jesus is the hope of the world, the only hope that the world has. We could do our best, sweat our most, shed blood, um, sweat and tears, but it will all eventuate in not quite enough, but God has the very best for us. And um, yeah, he, he shared a testimony about um, his church was, didn't have enough room. We know a little bit about that um, for how many people they had. And he met with the leaders of another church that had a lot of room, multiple venues, multiple um, seats available for his church community. So their board met with um, Sammy and his board and they said, As an opener, he said he was really nervous. They didn't know what kind of conversation was about to take place. And they said to him, what did they say? We lean a little to the left. Where do you lean? And he said, I didn't know what they were asking me really. Um, But he knew that joining his church with their church meant that there had to be a compromise. There had to be a, um, you know, he couldn't come in and take over with the way. Um, that he chose or he felt God had asked them to lead their church or the direction for their church. And he said, in our church, we don't lean. We stand. And they lost that opportunity (laughs) to have a bigger building um, and to have all of this, you know, great potential for their church. But um, he stood for what God had asked him to stand for. And what a... Like, like their the church prospered. God's hand is on their church. And so what a testament to us that when we choose to stand for the things of God and to stand for truth and not lean and not go, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, oh, maybe, you know, I'll skip this today or I w- won't read my word today. When we choose to stand and when we choose to prioritize the things of God and dedicate ourselves to them, it is profound what takes place. Again, it's heaven currency. It's not a one-for-one one exchange for our time that will get redeemed in him. It's more than that. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys, so much. Um, and thank you to the leaders as well, to Joel and Zach and Tay and Darcy and Lil and Chris. Thank you. Yeah, and I just want to speak over you that what took place would be consolidated and cemented in your faith, that it would not be taken from you, but it will grow and prosper in your faith and in what God has for you. Yeah. Um, there was one moment where Art Boshoff said, come on, Elijah, stand. And he was talking about um, you know, all the Elijahs in the room, all of the poles in the room, all, and Elijah just stood <laughs> and was like, yeah, and was clapping. And um, it, it was just, it was like a prophetic declaration to me that each one of these guys in their own way will stand and applaud Jesus and, and stand for him. So we love you so much. This room loves you and supports you and prays for you. Yeah. How good. We are children of God. <laughs> yeah, um, I just love to pray and then, and then we can be done. Thank you, God, for everything that has taken place today, God. I thank you that, man, these young people have preached today and they've told of your goodness. And I just thank you, Lord, that it would continue to sow, Lord. I pray that if there's any heavy hearts in the room today or those needing um, a fresh 
fan into flame for their faith, God, that they would receive it today, that they would not um, be trapped by envy, that God is moving in the lives of others and not in them, but Lord, they would be encouraged of the testimony that you are alive and you are moving and God, you intend to do good in us and for your glory to be revealed in our lives. So Lord, let it be that we would take heart though we face trouble in this world, we take heart for you are our Lord, our King, our Saviour and the hope of the world, Lord. Our hope and life is in you. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We give you glory, God. We ask that you would use us. Um, And Lord, I pray that our lives would be transformed by you and used for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.